This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch. But don't worry, if you didn't catch us live, you can also watch us on YouTube or listen to us on iTunes. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave us a comment, tell us we're beautiful, handsome, and wealthy. Yeah, lie to us. Maybe we it will become true. I read The Secret, Frankie, Frankie, and all you have to do is want something to happen. Does that actually work? Well, I still haven't slept with Pamela Anderson, so I'm saying no. Dang it. Duh! I want my money back secret. Dreams don't come true. So anyway, let's talk about some games because there's a lot going on in the universe of Games Workshop Gaming. All kinds of gaming, but today we're talking about New Hammer, baby. That means right now. Right here, right now. Which is also a really good song by Van Halen. Or just right now. I think it's... Jump! I can't drive 55. I don't know. Let's move on. All I'll right. get it. I'll get it eventually. New I'll Hammer. get it eventually. Wee. So, New Hammer. Wow. GW, I think they learned some lessons from Age of Sigmar. Nah. Because instead of going, your universe is blown up. Ha! Game with no points. And everyone's like, what? It was awesome. They were like, and blowing up your game and do whatever you want. And everybody's like, what? What? No. <laughs> oh, they gave, how this works. They gave some structure. Like, if you're mustache was bigger than your opponents you got a special rule yeah. wouldn't that be cool is that like you open up a board game right you take the you, like take the wrapping off open it up and the rules are just like do whatever you're like uh i think there is a game like that it was like a blank deck of cards and it's right? like write whatever you want on it yeah <laughs> genius i bet it actually was pretty popular works once right but yeah. uh hey uh, it looks like that perhaps was the uh strategy they weren't using nope. for rolling into what they're saying is a new edition of, of 40k and I'm really excited, and I think that they've learned their lessons and in a positive way have changed their strategy for rolling out into what we are calling New Hammer for the time being. Uh, I'm pretty stoked. And the seeing kind of like the way the, the internet population, people coming into the store, our own staff, seeing how people are reacting to the change, it's such a difference. It's like light years different. Yeah, well, Whereas, like online, it's crazy. Sorry for interrupting. No, it's uh, okay. There's, there's like all sorts of people that haven't been playing for like years. And they're like, I'm going to try this out. They're like excited. And you're like, wow, yeah. this is crazy. Like the transition from fifth to sixth was like completely negative. Yes. Like, and this is like, it's like overwhelmingly positive. It's great. Well, Frankie, that's because sixth edition sucked. Yes. I'm just going to say it. Agree. It sucked so bad it lasted oh. a year. Like even Games yeah. Workshop was like, ooh, 7th, really quick. And 7th was more of a fine-tuning of 6th, yeah. right? And it did fix a lot of the problems with 6th, but then over time, it introduced a whole slew of its own problems, in my opinion. It's just hyper-complicated. Yes. And I don't think that that complexity is necessary. Like It's unnecessary complexity. You can have a, a game with a lot of depth, with a lot of strategic um, uh, depth, to, to use the same word again, as we've seen in Age of Sigmar, which is a really simple game, 
But there is so much room to dig down in there and become a truly uh, a master of the game. Because we've been, we've been playing it a lot. Mm-hmm. And every time you play the game, you learn something new. Oh, every yeah. single time. And the game is so simple at first glance. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it has, what, eight pages of rules? Four. In, or four, yeah, in comparison to what, like, Warhammer Fantasy or even old Warhammer 40K was, was like a textbook, like, this thick. And you're like, holy cow. The old fantasy rulebook. <laughs> How are you supposed to play this game? Was a tome. Yeah. And it's like, you don't need that. That is no. that is an, imped, uh, an impediment to a new player joining the game. Like, a perfect example, the example we use all the time, is uh, Mariona, is a, she's a nerd, she's a gamer, not a tabletop miniatures gamer, 40K was like, whoa, what in the hell? There's just so much information. Age of Sigmar was like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to try this because it's like, there's four pages of rules. I, I can pick this up. Yeah. And then all the, the specificity and the, the customization of units takes place on their, their war scroll. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you still had just as much stuff going on, but it was presented in digestible amounts of information. Yeah, well, it's great. Like somebody can walk into a game store and pick it up and play a game right there because it's that easy to learn. It's a lot like uh, the board game example where it's very simple. You open up the board game, you read a couple pages of rules, and you're ready to rock. Yeah, and you're um, off and running. Yeah, so you can bring people in where uh, before it was like, okay, you got to read like 30 pages. I could probably walk you through it, but you're not going to know what's going on. And uh, come back a week later, and then you can actually play. You're like, oh, no, yeah. this doesn't work. And so that was, I think we can all realize, as painful as it was to lose a game that had been around for 30 years and that some people were so invested in and loved, and that does suck. But I think clearly at this stage, it was the right choice. Age of Sigmar is outselling fantasy by a dramatic margin just in our store. Yeah. Right? And we've really seen a, just a huge influx of players. So I would say objectively, it was the right call. From a business, for growing the game, for bringing new people into the game. For people who were heavily invested into it, clearly it was not, and we're, that sucks. But for the health of, of the hobby and moving forward, that to me, it was obviously the right, it was a tough choice, but the right choice. I think it was a, actually like a good mistake to make too. Like GW made the mistake of just like releasing the rules without like points or like really any structure. And it backlashed and they were like, oh shoot, that didn't work. All right, well, let's go this other direction, engage the community and really do this. And it was a success. General Sandbook yeah. was great. And uh, I think they'll probably use that same kind of success on the 40K and I think it'll be great. So Yeah, and it, I mean, clearly they have. I mean, it's, yeah. it's obvious they, they, they asked people like us what? to provide, uh, to work with them uh, yeah. on what is what we are calling New Hammer. And I think you're right. Like they looked at the success of the General's Handbook, which is that was the silver bullet that that took Age of Sigmar from a sinking ship to a shining star. Yeah. And we're not going to say it was just because of uh, getting tournament organizers involved. It was just that that little tweak on what was really a great system that needed just a little push. And that outside influence gave it just that nudge that now it's blowing up. Like Age of Sigmar is going crazy. Yeah, and it's not just because of the General's Handbook, like we were saying. It's like all sorts of things. Like the amazing after that, like, they, they started doing Facebook again. Yeah. They're reaching out to the community. They're asking questions. They're doing all sorts of stuff that they've never done before, or it's been a long time since they have done it. And I think all of that is playing into the success of Age of Sigmar and the General's Handbook and probably going to be great for New Hammer. So. I, I agree. I think you yeah. made a great point. It was like Because right now we're at the point where Age of Sigmar is – 
blowing up and everyone's loving it and giving it a chance and having a great time with it. Yeah. But you know what? One short year ago, that was not the case. No, I mean it like, was a joke. It yeah. was like, but they, you, I think you're right. They made a fortunate mistake mm -hmm. in thinking they could just give it out there and that it would just be accepted. And clearly, it was not. And now it's like, okay, well, if we work with our community, mm -hmm. that might have been. We don't know, of course, but that might have been the catalyst to make the change, right? So maybe that first stumble with Age of Sigmar has opened the doors to, to you know, new GW. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have not, I have yet to encounter one person who is not ecstatic with the changes that Games Workshop has made in the way that they engage their customers. They're listening, yeah. they're, they're talking, they're coming to events, they're engaging people like other human beings. Not that they are not, you know, before, but before they kind of had a policy of like not engaging. Yeah. And it's just, it's made a radical difference. I have friends who quit the game 10 years ago oh, yeah. that are like, I am going to come back. I'm going to come back and give it a try. Yep. Uh, and that's amazing. And they're like, wow, like, like a lot of people are making the joke. We're like, wow, uh, Games Workshop is turning into Privateer Press. Privateer Press is turning into Games Workshop. That's not the case huh. at all. But there's, there's been kind of a shift where Privateer Press has been forced to pull away from the community a little bit, which is unfortunate with the Press Ganger program going away. And that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. We're not casting stones. We're really good friends with those guys. And um, there was a lot of reasons for that decision that, that are a bummer. They had to do what they do. But now we've got Games Workshop coming back mm -hmm. and everyone's like, yay, this is so, this is what we've been waiting for. And it's like, I think that they're getting positive reinforcement. They're engaging. And instead of it being bad, it's good. And their sales are going up. Yep. So I think that we're going to get more and more of this. So it, like we've been saying for like a year now, give them positive reinforcement go on their Facebook page and just go, I'm so stoked. You guys are, you are leaking rules to us instead of some random dude on a web blog somewhere yeah. that doesn't know what they're looking at and they're misinterpreting the, the data that they've got, if it's even accurate. So now they're the one you're in games workshops in control yeah. of, of this flow of information and, and people are loving, they're eating it up. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I think it's great. And I think it's great for the future. Like, Future's bright. I, mean, I am it's, it's stoked. very bright for everything that they're doing. I'm, I am stoked. I am very excited. Because so. I think that what I think that if everything that, that they're going off of, and we're about to dig into what they've told us, and, and again, we, obviously we know more than we can say right now, but we're only talking about what Games Workshop has put out there. We know and, what you guys know. Yeah. So that's I mean, duh, clearly that's not necessarily the case, but that's the way that, that we're going to play it right now because because that's the right way to do things. So going off of what Games Workshop has given us, uh, I would say that we're looking at a streamlining. And I think that's great because it'll make, I would guess that it would make it easier for new people to get involved. Mm -hmm. But it also seems like there's still, it's still close enough to what we have now that the veteran gamer is going to also be stoked, right? Yeah. Again, we'll, we'll wait and see what we actually get. But I'm very excited. So let's talk about some of what Games Workshop has leaked to us. Because, or I, I guess leak, Not maybe. Not really leak, just shown. Shown us, right. That's a better way to put it. And uh, Unless the stuff changes or something. But, you know, which I, I don't think it would, but maybe it would. <laughs> like, gotcha. Gotcha. Like, no. Psych. <laughs> um, and we'll, let's dig into this a little bit and talk about it because there's a lot there. And it's so funny to read the comment section of, of the various blogs and, and especially our blog where people are, are uh, they're interpreting this data and it's like, God, that was us just like two years ago, you know, like when we just had no idea and you're just giving your best guess. And it's so funny with the difference in perspective. You're like, 
you know, like just be patient and everything will play itself out. But uh, let's take a look at what they've given us because it's some exciting stuff. Um, so first off, they uh, talked about unit profiles, which I think is a good place to start mm -hmm. because that's kind of the baseline of where everything stems from. Um, and they, they came right out the gates with some what I thought was some great choices of units to show you because uh, you got your tactical squad, which that's the baseline unit of the game. Yep. Right. That is the meat and potatoes right there. And nothing has changed. Right. So we'll touch on the two big the two big changes, the stats, weapon skill, ballistic skill. We used to have this like convoluted Thaco style 80s. I just pulled some numbers out of the air where you would take the number, subtract it from seven. And that was the number you had to roll. What? Why? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just add a, like a three plus. So like, <laughs> they've just made it simpler, right? Like, like now it's like the number on your weapon skill or ballistic skill, you have to roll equal to or above it. Yep. Thank you. So instead of BS4, which you subtract from seven, which is three, and you have to roll... E what? Why? Now it's just you roll this number higher. So a new player... Okay, the veteran's like, why are you changing? It's always been that... Give it... Who cares? Let it go. Like, who cares? It was just like when we switched from no pre-measuring to pre-measuring, and everyone's like... Who cares? The game. I think everyone will agree the game's better now. We were a little upset by it too. We were a little crusty grognardy ourselves because we had mastered the six. Inches I know. Like, oh, I could. I, within I had. The, I was so good at guessing, or the yeah. the old put your hand down on the table and then you go. Yeah, tape measure. Be like, oh, yeah. I'm just. I'm just playing with my tape measure. Yeah. Uh, what the, oh, I dropped it. Oh, it's about twenty. Yeah. No. That all that. That was stupid. But I'd say the one thing that has changed with tactical squads is they hit on threes. All the time in close combat. Well, I think that's a good thing to touch on. As they mentioned in the article, weapon yeah. skill, it's like you hit on X instead of it being on it, go to some compare stupid chart and compare it like why oh yeah. my god. Like I do I do get it that if the other guy's a really skilled like swordsman, he could like block your attack. Yeah. Okay, you know what, maybe we lose that, but is it that big of a deal? But it, it seems the way that they justify that now is they give him more wounds. I mean look at Robert Gilman, girly man. He's got nine wounds. Yes. I think okay, we'll we'll jump in. So we'll, we'll finish up on weapon skill, blitz skill, then we'll go to yeah. wounds. So it's it's now it's it's a, a it seems to be a fixed number. It's very straightforward, and I think that that's that, that we're not losing anything. We're gaining simplicity and streamlining. It goes faster, right? Well, what do I need to hit this? Okay, done. done. Like, <laughs> Easy. I like that. And again, the veterans who are like afraid of change because it is change, let it go. Think about the new player coming in, the kid coming in. You don't have to explain some arbitrarily randomly silly it was like thacko in dnd two hit armor class zero it was, it was like an equation for no reason well just think at about, all think about it now as well like you always have to ask your opponent what's your weapon skill what's your weapon skill it doesn't matter anymore now you're just like look i hit on this i hit on this <laughs> yeah and then an answer to another question that people often had a rebuke gimmin he has weapon skill two plus before only karn really hit on a two and melee, but now there's a lot of guys that will most likely hit on a two, at least rebuke Giamin. Uh, and that I think that's that's really cool because it would indicate that, uh, I would guess from this that melee is going to be pretty brutal, right? Because you're yeah, well, hitting I mean, on twos. He has six attacks. Hitting, on, hitting twos. on twos. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that for those of you out there, and a lot of people have had the opinion that close combat has languished in this edition, that it's difficult unless you play a Death Star. This, to me, guessing from the information that we have at present, would indicate that uh, if you like melee, 
without necessarily having to resort to a Death Star, I would say that this would be a positive, uh, I would guess at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's really reassuring to me. Uh, now let's jump into wounds, like Frankie said. Uh, yeah, Geeman has nine wounds. And this is a really big one. A Dreadnought now is not armor value, blah, 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 blah. He's T7, wounds eight. Yeah, like they talked about in the article, they said that they went from armor value to wounds. So that you just got rid of an entire chart. You, got a, you just got rid of a whole section of the book? Yeah, pretty much. You just cut out like 20 pages of crap for no... Yeah. Like, and, oh, this weapon has armor pen, but this one actually doesn't. Yeah. So it doesn't get this re-roll. You're oh. like, oh, geez. Well, now it's just one system. You're like, oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. And I am stoked, yes. right? Like, I've been saying since fourth edition, why do we have vehicle charts and tables? Yeah. Why? Well, John, why? John uh, uh, Yakface has been saying that forever. I literally... <laughs> Since forever, yeah. I have been, I have been like, why do we have a vehicle chart? Like, there's no point at all. Why is a monstrous creature different than a tank? Why is he so much better? A riptide is a freaking robot. Why is he not a monster and not a vehicle? This does not make sense. Again, it was just an, it was unnecessary complexity. So what we have here is a dreadnought is treated in the same way as Robot Gimmin. It seems Uh, that I think is a good simplification. Yes. This makes me excited about putting a Dreadnought on the table because we haven't seen them in a long time. Again, we don't have the rest of the rules, so we don't know. But that would be a really uh, encouraging uh, bit of information to me. Although it does look, in comparison, Roboot would kick the crap out of that. But dreadnought. shouldn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't yeah, he yeah. do it? No, it's a Dreadnought, dude. Oh, the Dreadnought's T. He's T7, bruh. <laughs> And now Gaiman is vastly better. Look at his Vastly better. So then here was one that I was just waiting for people to notice. And I was like so disappointed when people didn't jump up and down instantaneously at this one. Because I did when I, when I first saw this. I'm like, Terminators, two wounds. Finally. And everyone's like, duh, 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 duh. I'm like, just waiting patiently. I'm like, somebody notice. They got two wounds. And that just makes it, it's, it's like dramatically better. Yeah. And we've been asking for this forever. Forever and ever and ever. It people makes more sense. He's yeah. got thicker armor. You make him tougher. Make him harder like, to kill. Because you got to think about wounds are abstract now. It, a wound is a representation of how durable something is. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything else, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's great. And then you notice he's also got one inch shorter movement. Than a tactical marine, which I also think is cool. Yeah, I They're like slow. that. Not everybody moves six inches anymore. You're like, oh, look at that. Yeah, the, bringing he back the five. movement value. He moves six. He moves eight. <laughs> I love this so much. Gimmin moves eight. Yes. That dude, high hands. He's, he's just got very long legs. Oh, that hurt. Oh, that physical therapy tore me up. Uh, I love it. I think it's great that uh, the movement value is back. And then that's a good segue. They're talking about movement in the game. Uh, units have wildly different movement uh, values, and you advance in the movement phase, which is the way most people play 40k anyway now. I like some of the comments. Some of the comments are like, this is dumb. You're like, what are you talking about? It like speeds it up. It speeds it up. And like, I don't want to move yeah. all my models three times in my turn. That's yeah. not fun. It all at once. slows the... I mean, everybody... How many times have you played 30 Warp Spiders and you're like, dude, speed up. Oh my God, you're moving these models six times per turn. It, it, it is, that's, that's silly. You just narrowed it down to five. It slows the game down so much. It's unnecessary. Yep, you want to run or advance or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's the same in Age of Sigmar. 
You do it in the movement phase. Oh, look at that. I move my mom's horns. Yeah, like we said, I mean, most people would already do it anyways, unless it was like it needed to be an exact measurement or something. Yeah. So. And this is a great example of just speeding things up. Yep. The game takes too long to play right now. When you have three hour and 15 minute rounds and games aren't finishing on a regular basis, that is a problem, right? And this, these little things are all going to speed things up, which I think is absolutely awesome. Yep. So then they showed us a couple of examples of weapon profiles. Again, super stoked for this. Um, one of the, for, right out the gates, Flamer, uh, range eight, assault D6, strength four. This weapon automatically hits its target. Woo, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, no more templates. It that sounds pretty good to me. You're not like, how many do I hit? Five, uh, it's six, five. No, no, eight, it's seven. No, oh, no, I don't know. No. You hit this many. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, how many times have you played against uh, some unit that had a million templates or whatever, and it took forever to resolve it? Now you don't. It's so much faster. Yeah. And it's, just, it just, it's the same thing from Agency Mill. Yep. Uh, bolt gun. Looks like it has pretty much the same stats. No AP. I know some people have been uh, upset about that. I would, I would just, my advice would be like, we don't know the whole picture yet. So just be patient. Um, uh, we'll have to just wait and see on that one. Uh, last cannon, 48 inch range, heavy one, strength nine, AP three, D six damage. Uh, anybody who played second edition, this is going to look really similar because it had almost the same stats. Yeah. It was almost the same thing in second edition. Uh, that to me looks pretty cool because how many times have we said that the instant death, um, uh, Eternal Warrior rules were, were bad. Like a million times. Like we've been saying that forever and ever. And the reason why is you have a situation where the old rule or the current rules where it's all or nothing. It's like you have a strength nine gun, guys, T4. Oh, if I get you, you're dead in one shot. How many characters never saw the table because of that? So many, so often. Like anything that had multiple wounds that was T4 or lower was pretty much a no take. You know, it's just, that's not fun. That's not, I don't want to be able to not take a model because he might get aced in one shot. So what we have now is a, like a, a Guillemin with nine wounds. A last cannon literally cannot kill him in one shot. It can really mess him up. Do some damage. It can mess him up. A Dreadnought, a, another great example. It can't be killed in one shot by a last cannon from what we're seeing. That's awesome. That's great in my opinion. Yeah, and it looks like they made the like character's toughness high enough to where they can't be like instant killed by these weapons or anything like that so. assuming that that yeah that yeah. that was a possibility but i think that's great yeah. I, i'm really into that yeah the terminator unfortunately is still t4 so so i mean yeah like it, it, looking at what you're seeing here um and if, if instant death were still in the rule set which i would hope not but we'll see it looks like you have some chance of surviving a last cannon yeah whereas before yeah you didn't really you didn't really. And with the AP minus three, with a two-up save, you would still have a five-up save, uh, assuming we don't know if Terminator's having vulnerable saves or not. But it wouldn't really be relevant in this instance because you would still have a five-up armor save anyway. Boom. So, pretty cool. Also, they did uh, reveal the psychic phase today, and it looks a lot like uh, the way magic works in Age of Sigmar from what they've told us. Um, there's different, different casting values for powers. The more powerful the power, the higher you have to roll. And the other person within 24 inches can try and roll and stop you with uh, Deny the Witch. Yeah, I find that interesting because uh, in Age of Sigmar, it's 18 inches. But it's often not enough to ever do anything until you get, like, really get in the mix. Yeah, but it's like, it's it's just, it's very interesting that it's 24. So maybe the powers in 40K are going to be way more powerful or something like that. 
Well, I would I would hope not because right now, in my opinion, that's yeah. one of the problems in the game is psychic powers dominating the game. Like for a lot of armies, that's what it is. It's did I get these crazy powers or did I not? Yeah. Oh, I got him. You're dead. But right? it also seems like it's going to be easier to stop because you have a longer range and you just have to beat their roll. Um, so we'll, we'll see. wait and see. Although their their smite isn't as good as Arcane Bolt. Yes. Uh, smite in the rules hits the closest enemy unit, and you're like, oh. Well, Arcane Bolt can hit whatever you want. You're like, bow. <laughs> so, well, I mean, obviously we're still missing a lot of pieces of the puzzle here. Yes. And we're going to have to be patient and wait for GW to give us more information, which they have been. And I'm sure this will all become more clear, but it's really fun to get like little bits and talk about it. It's yeah. been a really, it's, it's been awesome for us because we have been like dying to be able to like, to share everything. But, you know, we have to be patient for a little bit longer. Um, it's great to have everybody coming out of the woodwork back to the blog too. And everyone's like, yay. Uh, everyone's super stoked. And I think GW's strategy here is a winning strategy. I think people are going to receive what is to come with uh, open minds and open hearts, which is the goal. Yeah, I totally agree. And also uh, wanted to say a very sincere, uh, deeply uh, felt thank you to everyone that is, has reached out and expressed uh, gratitude and uh, excitement that we had some small part to play in this and that they're, they've, we've gotten a vote of confidence from so many people. I've had friends who are like, I'm going to play again because you guys had any kind of involvement at all. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, our involvement was relatively very small, but um, thank you for that vote of confidence. Uh, and it has been a, a huge pleasure working with Games Workshop and thank you to them as well for trusting us. Thanks and, for this opportunity. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, li and listening to to our opinions for what they were worth. We, it's It was a... It is still crazy, like oh, yeah. quite quite an amazing opportunity. So uh, stay tuned to Frontline Gaming. We will be uh, all over New Hammer and all the exciting developments as they, they come up. We will be here to talk about it and share with you what we can because we are stoked. I can't wait to see how it all develops. Yep, totally agree. I was trying to do it 100%. like, I was trying to go out like with that like pro news anchor no. And that's the way it was. That's was. the way the cookie crumbles. No, that's fake news. Oh. And that's the way it was with Tom Brokaw, if uh. I remember correctly. I'm not a Tom Brokaw, obviously. I'm a, I'm a two-bit hack. But uh, we do have a bunch of editorials up from talented writers Boom. who are talking about the New Hammer uh, rules that we've been given and how they speculate that will impact their favorite factions. They're really, really cool articles from people who are passionate about Eldar, Blood Angels, Orcs, Necrons, talking about what we've seen and how they think it's going to impact their army. So make sure to go over to frontlinegaming.org and check some of those out because you will probably be able to find information about your favorite faction too. Yep. Speaking of factions, we have a huge sale going on right now. This is a, our last chance clearance sale. Starting May 3rd, we have new trade terms with Games Workshop. So we're going to be selling things in the web cart. The, the way we structure things is going to be different. Uh, it'll still be effectively uh, the same deal for our customer. But uh, we did want to take the opportunity to uh, clear out some inventory. We were overstocked on a lot of items. And since this is the last chance to advertise, it's, it's crazy if prices is 50% off, which we do have, uh, we wanted to take advantage of it. So please go click through the link uh, or click on the banner over at our site. You can check out all the information on the sale. We do have to take the orders via phone. I know it's a little annoying, but uh, we have to do it that way because we have limited inventory and the phones are going bananas. People are coming in the store and buying stuff. 
and to avoid overselling inventory, we have to take the orders like one or two at a time. Otherwise, we could, you know, if you get down to one of whatever and you sell six of them, five people are going to get be really disappointed. So, um, if if the phone is busy when you call, just try again in a couple minutes. Uh, we are running we are running a little low on on the sale inventory, but make sure to check it out. We also have some uh, really cool stuff like Drop Zone Commander, buy one get one free. Uh, we have some Protos game stuff at 50% off. We have some uh, GW stuff as much as 50% off that we're trying to liquidate inventory. So take advantage of that. There's some really good savings to be had uh, on that. So you can uh, check that out on the blog. Look at the sale list and then call in your order, 888-781-5120 after you've looked at the sale sheet. Uh, we are answering the phones between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will not be here Friday or Saturday because we're going to be at Broadside Bash. Saturday or Sunday. Did I say, oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Saturday or Sunday. And then Monday, May 1st, is the last day of the sale. Woo! That was a long-winded. There's a lot of information to get out. That was a lot. Yeah, it's what it is. It's kind of complicated the way we have to do it. We won't, yeah. we won't have to do it this way again. Like um, Webcart, yay. Yes, Webcart makes it easy. So uh, Monday, May 1st, another important day. Uh, please mark your calendar. That is the day registration opens for the SoCal Open. The SoCal Open will be October 21st and 22nd in Del Mar, California. Here in San Diego County, it's beautiful, great time of the year, great place to come, bring your family. They can go to the beach, you can get your game on, uh, or they can get their game on too. Or you, if you lose a game, you can go to the beach if you want to. There you go. We're not your dad. We can't tell you what to do. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff to do down here with your family and uh, enjoy the sights. Indeed. So, so there's going to be a lot of games. We're going to have 40K, 30K, Age of Sigmar, War Machine and Hordes, Drop Zone, Drop Fleet Commander. Uh, we're going to have uh, Shadow War Armageddon, uh, Blood and Plunder, Bolt Action, uh, tons of stuff. We're even looking at possibly having Malifo. Jeez, please. Yeah, and it, we have a little bit of extra space set aside. So if you would like to run demos, if you would like to run a game, Please reach out to me at contact.frontlinegaming.org and we will see if we can uh, get your event in there and having fun. I really believe that this is going to grow to be the premier West Coast uh, tournament. That'd be great. Yeah. It, it's just, everything it makes sense. The location, the time of year. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome event. Yeah. Coming down to the home. I thought you were going to read it. Oh. You took uh, a breath like you were about to start talking. I was like. Ah. No, I was just breathing. Oh, well, stop. Humans do that sometimes. Stop. You're throwing me off. <laughs> uh, we're coming down the home stretch with a newsletter giveaway. And as a reminder, uh, all you have to do is sign up for our newsletter. We've had quite a few people sign up. Thank you so much. Our newsletter goes out once or twice a week. We let you know what's going on with Frontline Gaming, let you know about sales, events, all kinds of cool stuff. We don't spam you. And by signing up for the newsletter, you enter yourself into a, uh, the, the drawing, a chance to win a fully painted, like a beautiful Glockin that as uh, our painters love to point out as one of my dead free peoples on the base. Yes, it does. Yeah, fun times. But uh, yeah, nah. well, that's where they usually end up. Getting pooped on by Glocken. Yep. Great. So yeah, there's that. But it's a beautifully painted miniature from the FLG Paint Studio. We also have a copy of Shadow War Armageddon, which sold out instantly. And we have three Vanguard uh, Stormcast Eternal kits up for grabs. That's a total of five different items. And all you have to do is sign up. If you're already signed up for the newsletter, you're already entered. We will announce the winners in a newsletter on May 2nd. Boom. So make sure to check out that. You can still sign up in the meantime. All right. All sorts of ITC events this weekend, of course. Yeah, uh, tons. We have like 20-something events. Yeah. Of course, there's the Broadside Bash, which is not, is not on listed. the list. Bam. Take What's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Dale of War, though, GT, and... Uh, 
at Games Workshop uh, World of Battle in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, it's at the Games Workshop uh, That's awesome. GW. Yeah. They're, they're awesome dudes. Oh, yeah. They barbecue sure. and stuff. I was like, that looks like a lot of fun. And they have another GT, uh, OzCon, uh, in, where is that? West Plains, Missouri. There you go. So check that out because uh, you're not in, uh, wait, OzCon. I was about points. to say. Yeah, I thought it was in Australia. I, would, I was going to say Kansas. Oh, that makes more sense, actually. Because the Wizard of Oz. Oh, but not in Kansas anymore. anymore. But that's not Missouri, obviously. That, oh, not in Kansas anymore. They landed in Missouri. Boom. That's where it was. That's where Oz is. Solved it. Nailed Bam. it. Bam. Nailed it. So yeah, there's a bazillion events, and if you're gonna be at the Broadside Bash, uh, all of us are going. It'll be uh, myself, Frankie, um, Jason, Pablo. We're all gonna be playing Age of Sigmar. Brandon. I think Dom and his girlfriend are coming to hang out. Yeah. Mariana sometimes blesses us with her appearance at that event. So it should be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, Brandon's going to play too. I, I think, mean, he doesn't really play. He just kind of hobbles. He does. He kind of limps there. around. Uh, he doesn't win any games, but... Fifth best eBay pro I guess painter. technically he's still playing. He's just he's he's one of those guys that just like loses. Well, you know what? He's, he's playing with our emotions to see that, see that guy. Look at him. Look at his spunk. Look at him go. Look at his spirit. He doesn't... Being, he doesn't being that age and still kicking around, you know? That's good. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Oh, and then I think Jersey Larry will also be there. But he's playing 40K because he's in the top five demons. Oh, dang. ITC, he so doesn't want to let it go. He's well, got that, a nasty demon list. One of the cool things about the Broadside Bash is it's going to be, uh, uh, I think it's a major uh, 40K GT. Yep. Uh, it might be one of the last under the current rule set. I mean, we don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But that's kind of cool. It might be a fun send-off if that ends up being the case, which sure. we'll see. And we have a Friday night fight tonight. That's right. We have a Friday night fight. Rich Kilton is coming in. He's going to the Broadside Bash. And he will be playing Pablo Orcs versus Ultramarines Classic Battle. It's like Frazier Ali. I think, uh, I think Pablo said he's putting Girly Man on the table. I would hope he does. Yes. I would hope he does. So before we answer some questions in the chat, so get ready for those questions. I'm sure you guys have a lot, given all that's happening. We do want to show you a couple of pictures of recent output from the FLG Paint Studio. These commissions are lovely. Model's amazing. This night is sick. Yes. <laughs> it is sick. It's, uh, it's themed for uh, Sisters of Battle Army, and it's fully magnetized all the options. So it's got every, every possible option on this model that you could want. Our studio is happy to do that for you. We do charge extra to paint all options and magnetize it. But when you make that investment, that model, if the rules change and like one gun is better than the other, and you're like, damn it. As has happened to all of us. Switch it out. You can just switch it out. Uh, we also have a Lehman Russ on there, which is a masterclass of a paint job. Absolutely gorgeous model. Check that out. Uh, the masterclass level painting is for the best miniatures in your collection, and they look absolutely stunning. All right, Axis of Entropy. Those veterans afraid of change are already playing uh, Horus Heresy, and that won't change. Well, that, that's kind of true. <laughs> Some I, truth. I've, I've heard Horse Heresy is like a great game. I haven't actually played it myself. Some truth to that. Some good. truth to that. Uh, let me see. Uh, guys, we can't answer any specific rules questions. Sorry. You, you just be patient. Hang in there, and I, and we will when we can. Um, so Skeleton Boss Man says he loves everything he's seeing about New Hammer. And That's not what he says, actually. No, I, I haven't seen a oh, single thing. Yeah, oh, it's a yeah, double negative, which is a positive. Francis. Get it. Got it. Get out of here. I thought he was being negative. No, he was saying, he's saying, well done. Get out of negative. Geek, Master K, we already read that. All right. Oh, is there a convention hotel for the SoCal Open? 
Uh, no, there is not. You just get anything near the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Yeah. It's, it's a, Del Mar is gorgeous. You guys will drive in there and be like, wow. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of California. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl, will Brandon Miner be doing painting demos? Um, I mean, if he was a good painter, maybe, but no. Do you really want to learn from the fifth best eBay pro painter? Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. Uh, Ty Winning. Reese, can you show us the dance you did when you found out Desart? Uh, well, we don't know anything yet, right? We have to, we'll have to keep that dance in reserve and see if it's necessary. Okay, uh, show. I ordered GW product today. Well, based on today's pricing or Monday? Today's well, those pricing. are the those are the same. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Monday will be the last <laughs> day for any for old style uh, pricing. So yeah, because there's there's some new Courage uh, uh, and Overlords coming up for pre-order on Saturday. You will we'll honor that price through Monday. Don't worry about that. Uh, Requisin, what army was the most fun you had playing during testing? I can't answer that question the yet. The army that I had the most fun with was a tactical marine with a dreadnought. With Gimmin. With uh, one flamer, one Laz cannon, and one bolter. Yeah, because that... That was a fun army. We can't talk about... Well, we can answer these questions, I'm sure, in, in the future, but we can't answer any specific questions... Yeah, just be patient, guys, and stay tuned to Frontline Gaming. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, Aramon, did they send us the rules via Servitor? Yes. A, a, a skull. Ser <laughs> no, it was a flying baby for me. <laughs> I was a little put off. I was, but then this I got... Like, how am I supposed to catch this thing? I oh, got net. my net. Oh, there we go. I got my librarian net, and I caught him. Uh, uh, Chris Vex says... He hears the game is based on miles rather than inches. It's actual, uh, actually nautical miles. Yes. It's a little bit different. They Which, wanted to put a weird twist on it. Does anybody know what a nautical mile is? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, CW Dub. One of the de designers said on Twitter, hit 12-page base rules. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, PJ mm. Pants. Will the BAL be eighth? We, uh, we yeah. said that there's a 30-day window. Yeah. So if New Hammer comes more than 30 days out, it'll be New Hammer. If it doesn't, we'll stick with our guns. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. Hope to see a lot of you at Broadside Bash this weekend, and have a good one.